Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. This is episode number 61. Josh, today is February 24th, 2021. Uh, so we've made it through the cold snap here, which is nice to see. It does make us really start focusing more on the fact that spring is coming and a lot quicker than maybe you expect when you actually put the days to the calendar of when we could potentially be planning. So that's going to be creeping up on us here. Obviously, you know, we've talked a lot about all the different planning factors that we want to consider as we move into 2021. Uh, But on today's show, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach. Um, So for our jobs and as we work with our customers, drones and and that technology have been a really big piece of what we do in the day to day. Um, And I think it's a really big piece of, you know, the agronomy services or the things that we're able to uncover and help with across your operations. Um, It's really a booming technology, drones and their selves this day these days, but also some of the new technology and just the capabilities of those machines. Um, but, you know, I've been flying drones for just a couple of years or so now, Josh, you have been kind of on the leading edge of Corteva, especially our drone fleet. Um, any thoughts on just kind of where we've been versus where we sit today and what it's taken to get here? Yeah, it's 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 a unique journey. Uh, if you really look back at um, how this has developed and um, you know, I think if you think back to when they first came to market, maybe six, seven years ago, you know, it probably got to be a little bit more of a picture thing. And then we were maybe, you know, maybe trying to do, could we get more infrared cameras, which was a lot of cost. And, and I think there was a balance of, you know, what wasn't enough versus maybe we were in way too far. And, and I think at, at Pioneer, we've done a great job of, of really finding that, that balance in the middle. And obviously technology has advanced and, and made it uh, more cost effective. Um, but really in our perspective, um, you know, we have an extremely long, a large drone fleet within the company. Um, we have, you know, I don't know what the, the number of pilots, you know, certified FAA pilots we are, but we, we probably have as, as many as any other A company probably globally um, that, that, that we do. But um, yeah, I, I was fortunate to be kind of on some of the pilots of this as, as we were we were trying to develop, you know, some of our in-house stuff, but also utilize some things that were on the market. And yeah, and I think Allie, you know, at, at Pioneer, I think one of our you know, maybe our best achievements is really, you know, the the stand assessment tool that we developed in-house. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about where that's going. Um, you know, Allie, we've had that commercially out for a couple of years and and um, and, and kind of branded that last year. And I thought overall, you know, think about doing stand counts. I mean, I never, you know, stand counts can be a little tedious. It's great to, to look at stands. Uh, I think we're all guilty of, you know, if we're going to pull stands, do we walk the field or, you know, or, or pull stands, fence line to fence line? I think we're all probably guilty of maybe not doing that where a UAV, you know, I just look at it alley of think about us going out to pull the tape and doing a one one thousandth of an acre where, you know, within four minutes, what we can send a UAV and probably take, you know, 30 to 40, 30 by 30 foot stand counts in an 80 or or hundred acre chunk. And that's just, just wild of how much more ground we can cover. And also, you know, just get a better analysis of it. It's unique. The picture quality is great, but just awesome technology out there. And um, it's been fun to see that develop. And it's fun that, um, you know, Allie, we're, you know, at Pioneer, we've been able to, to kind of be the leading edge of that, but um, just some great stuff out there. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, kind of where that's going here in the future. Yeah. So I think, you know, the stand assessment tool in itself, this was, you know, it's a proprietary tool that was developed by Corteva. As we move forward here, um, it was originally called Corteva Flight. Now our stand count tool, kind of stand count analytics tool will be paired in with drone deploy. So if those are, if anyone's familiar with that technology, um, our stand count tool will now be rolled within 
um, drone deploy. So we're really excited about that collaboration. Not only does that allow us to just really keep those tools cutting edge and where they need to be um, in terms of functionality, um, but obviously we'll still be utilizing those between our Pioneer sales reps and ourselves here at Pioneer. Uh, but we're also excited that this also will give you the customer an opportunity to utilize this tool across your operation. So kind of unique in that way. Um, the stand assessment tool in itself, you talked about, you know, we go out and pull a tape and we maybe stop at six different parts in the field, but the ability to, to see the scope of an 80 acre field as a whole, I think is huge. There's no way you can cover every single inch of a particular field. So I think the efficiency of being able, like you said, send a drone out, it takes four minutes, comes back, you get 40 some pictures in these 30 by 30 foot um, scopes is huge just to assess not only what does your stand look like across the field to pick out some of those areas that could be lower than others. Where do we need to maybe look at adding in replant, some replant situations? Where is our stand not a little off or where it needs to be? But I also think, you know, our ability, we've got a lot of planner technology out there today. Uh, really important too, as you get done with planning to just assess how was that planner doing in terms of spacing and all these uh, pictures that you get back are just very specific on down to the level of being able to pick out those gaps. You can set your gap threshold as little or as small as you want. And I just think it's a very modern approach to agronomy and making sure that we're assessing everything after planners are, are through the field. Yeah. And, and the big thing, you, you kind of broke the news there. You know, when I do when I fly for, for, for customers, you know, you know, not every customer, there are some, it's like, man, I, I wish I could do this myself. Right. And, and sometimes Ellie, you know, there's only two of us. So, you know, what's the scale of that. And I've had a lot of growers ask, you know, is this something that I could have access to? And, and in the past, Ellie, we, we weren't quite there, but, but now with our, you know, we've been a partner with drone deploy and, and that going into one app, uh, what a great way for, for us to make it simpler it is a one app offer, but also what a great way for our growers to be able to, to get access to that. And we come out of break, uh, we'll get into some more details and maybe talk about, you know, how a grower could maybe uh, uh, get out there and get access to the, to these tools on, on the open market. Welcome back, listeners. Um, Allie, kind of a, a fun background of some things we've been doing uh, with our UAVs and, and our drones through the last few years. And and uh, the one thing we kind of mentioned there at the end that um, with kind of our new partnership with, with Drone Deploy that, um, you know, this is available. You know, if we have growers that have UAVs or thinking about maybe adding a UAV to their operation um, to kind of utilize it as a scouting tool or a way to collect more information. Um, I think it's important since we, we, we reference that, um, you know, maybe what would that process look like if there's a producer that's really interested in these, these great tools, um, you know, how could they um, maybe do some research or, or kind of understand how they can get the, get access to these tools, Allie? Yeah. Well, with anything, there are always going to be just kind of some minimum requirements of what that's going to look like. The first thing is that, you're gonna need to purchase a UAV that meets the requirements of being able to utilize a technology like drone deploy. Um, so getting a UAV that meets those requirements, um, you'll then get signed up for drone deploy, which will allow you access to the tools that we're describing here on today's show. Um, and then it's always important that as you're out flying these UAVs, Josh, both yourself and I are licensed to be flying our UAVs, but you know, following just state and federal laws and guidelines is extremely important. Um, so that's also a piece of the puzzle that you'll want to look into. So that's kind of a high level overview. Um, certainly though, with, you know, understanding maybe what those UAV requirements would be, or where do you go to sign up for drone deploy, uh, reach out to myself or Josh, your local pioneer sales rep, we can help guide you in the direction of where you would 
would go to source those minimum things that you're going to need to get started with this across your own operation. Is that a fair statement, Josh? Yeah, I think that that's a good, good start. And um, yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest call out there is, um, you know, understanding what the minimum requirements are. Um, certainly don't go buy a UAV thinking for sure it's going to work. Uh, and really what we're looking for is specific camera requirements is probably the big thing, Ellie, but I think that's a really important call out. And, and Ellie, we've been talking about drone deploy here a little bit. And um, in the past, we had our proprietary, you know, stand assessment tool. And then we were also, uh, we would utilize drone deploy, um, you know, just maybe to provide a little context, Ellie, you and I, um, our stand assessment, that's kind of our, I guess she's depending on the growing season, maybe our late May, early June, the tool that we'd be utilizing, um, you know, exclusively uh, from our UAV standpoint, for the most part, uh, the drone deploy was probably something we're utilizing more once we get to crop canopy or beyond, but maybe just distinguishing the alley, the two a little bit, uh, just so our growers understand how each one can be utilized uh, potentially for their operation. Yeah. So for the stand count piece of the tool, on the corn side of things, when it comes to stand assessments, you're going to be looking to make those stand assessments in the V2 to V3 window. So that's actually counting each individual plant, and then it's identifying the gap that you set. On the soybean side of things, that's a little bit newer. So it's actually looking at, it's more around the kind of the V2 soybean timeframe. That's looking at canopy coverage. So in soybeans, it's really going to help you identify where are those abnormally large gaps or issues with plant to plant spacing. Uh, that'll be really important on the stand count side of things. Um, but in terms of the scouting fields and how drone deploy pieces into that, um, it's a really unique tool where you can set your flight path for the individual field. Um, and then the drone actually will go up at the altitude that you set. Um, and it essentially is taking hundreds of pictures along the way. Um, and then after your flight, all those pictures are pieced together to give you a very high resolution image of that particular field. Um, there's an NDVI component available within uh, drone deploy as well, um, an elevation component and a lot of different unique measuring tools um, that allow us even to go as far as making bunker inventory measurements um, at a tonnage level, if that's something that would be applicable to your operation. So a lot of different things that you can utilize within the drone deploy tool, aside from just the stand count assessments. Yeah, and looking at, you know, maybe reviewing, um, you know, some common applications that, that we're utilizing drone deploy, um, you know, sometimes Allie, it's just looking at, you know, maybe there's some, you know, something that's not uniform in a field. I think that's a common area that, that you and I might might use drone deploy and maybe trying to understand, is this just a couple of spots in the field? Is this something that's a pattern? And the one thing I love about drone deploy, when you fly it, you can measure, right? You know, you think about, yeah, you know, yeah, you can look at a, a base image and do that, but I can look at the field like exactly the way it looks like basically the same day and do some measurements. It's really great. And in LA, I also think you and I have both been asked to do a lot of flights looking at maybe some tile issues because the great thing about those those flights is they're geo-referenced and you can measure. And uh, if there is maybe an issue, um, you know, we can send links to our growers or you can have that archive forever to to have that. But that's something, yeah, I think you've probably done. And I know I've done several of those as well. Yeah, so that really, I think you pointed that out well, there's season long options. So outside of when just the crop is growing itself, you look at earlier spring, maybe it's just looking at the soil itself. And like you said, uncovering some of those tile issues. Uh, as you work yourself through the growing season, you've got the stand um, assessment piece, working through plant health throughout the summer, livestock inventories I mentioned. And then even in the winter, I think it's just nice to be able to take some of these images that you captured throughout the growing season um, identify maybe some of the management practices that you uncovered that we need to adapt or fix for that next growing season. Um, and so it's really a tool that I think overall helps us uncover 
some issues that we maybe might not have otherwise seen. And you, you hit on the fact like the measurement tool and identifying patterns when we're standing on the ground in a field, it can be hard to understand sometimes, is there a pattern to this? But, you know, truly when you're getting that uh, bird's eye view, it uncovers a lot of uh, helpful information that can help you come to a conclusion on what those issues could be. Yeah, so a fast moving space. I'm amazed how much has changed in two or three years. It'll be awesome to see where it goes. Thanks for tuning in and uh, be sure to tune in next week. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner to submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060 